0: Welcome to Multifamily Live. I'm Kaylee Aroussi. And I'm Jason Aroussi. Our mission is to help you unlock your full potential as a multifamily real estate investor. So you can do more deals, bigger deals, with less stress, keep more profit, and free up your time. Multifamily doesn't have to be a mystery. It's time to go live. Aloha everyone, welcome back to the show. Super excited to have you all here. I am excited, ecstatic about today's guest. We have been in the same multifamily world for years, but we have never met, we have never spoken. So I want to introduce you to my new friend, KK Singh. Welcome to the show, KK.
1: Thank you very much for having me Pili and you on your show and I feel the same way. We have been together a long journey of the multifamily, but we have never met and talked uh, before. So I'm glad to be here on the show and talk to you and share my success story with you and your audience.
0: Super excited. And yes, I feel like we've been on these parallel roads. And finally, these roads have merged. So a little bit about KK. He is a Microsoft certified systems engineer turned successful entrepreneur and multi-business owner owning multiple gas stations and convenience stores two laundromats a banquet hall 40 single family rentals all sold in northeast indiana and an investor in 3411 units as lp and 1338 units as gp in four states multi-family syndicated deals at various locations in the U.S. And KK, I know that this number has grown since last week. So he has owned various agricultural, commercial and residential properties in India, has 10 years of experience in India and 20 plus years business experience in the USA in various fields, always seeking expansion opportunities, always interested in new investment opportunities, networking and partnering with like-minded entrepreneurs. Welcome KK.
1: Thank you, thank you very much. So KK,
0: your history is astounding and I cannot, I am, I apologize for not knowing you. I am so happy to get to know you. So let's get to know you. How did you first take the dive into large multifamily?
1: Well, it's a long story. (laughs) Um, I'll start with my gas station business here first. Um, I lost my job uh, as a Microsoft certified system engineer after 9-11, mm-hmm. and I got, uh, I got into the gas station business because I had uh, um, friends who had owned gas stations before, so he offered me a partnership in one of his gas stations, and I got into the gas station, and until 2015, I'll fast forward. And at 2015, I was busy with my gas station and laundromat business, building it. And uh, um, in 2015, somebody offered me a portfolio of uh, 40 single family father and a son. Uh, Father had 33, son had seven. So he offered me a portfolio. I didn't know anything. I didn't even know the cap rate, what a cap rate is at that time. And we ended up buying. Both the both the sellers sold us uh, their forty single family, and I decided to manage myself to learn the business. And we didn't we didn't do any calculations or anything. We just trusted the seller, and he wanted to sell to me because he had sold them twice before, and uh, they couldn't get financing. And he was old. He wanted to retire. He said, "I know you can get financing." So he sold sold me, um, and I started managing and when, and he, uh, he promised to help me for a year to learn the business. But when I, when I started managing, I found that he's old school and was doing with everything with the pen and paper. And I was a computer savvy. I, I, I used a lot of technology in my businesses. So I decided to let him go after 10 days. And I, <laughs> took all the properties and put them on online property management software and started managing uh, myself.
0: So throughout all of all of your learning experience with those 40 uh, single family units it sounds like you've not only gained the knowledge that you could go in and take care of those opera or take care of the buildings but you could also go in and take care of those operational deficiencies, those management deficiencies that you saw before. Can you expand a little bit about that, how that translates into large multifamily?
1: First of all, it was the same uh, class of people that I was dealing with the gas stations as well. Mm -hmm. So I knew their mindset, how to get money out of them. So I'd use some of the same uh, things that I used at the gas station to deal with these people. So I was not listening to their stories. I was not, and, and these were C, all C-class properties. So you know what kind of tenant base I got into. So, but I I had a long experience dealing with these people before. So I used the same technique to deal with the, I, I closed the office, we had an office. So I closed that office, I put a, um, lockbox outside it and i told them to go sign up and i gave them some incentive to sign up to pay online as well so uh, they they signed up uh, to pay online so the only way i was um i was getting them paid is through either a money order they could put it in the lockbox outside my office i still kept the office but i locked it i was not there i told them that i'm not going to be here on a daily basis, so you don't have to find me, uh, and uh, you go online pay. It. If you have a problem with uh, any uh, uh, maintenance issue, just go online and and type it there. Or and it is I used Buildium for it, and it's very uh, user friendly. They could they could go on their phone and uh, file a maintenance complaint, and it would go directly to my maintenance staff. So I was not seeing them more often. So I didn't have to listen to their problems. So I, I only went there, I saw them once when they signed a lease because I was doing the property manager. So I was signing the lease and everything doing myself. And I was doing even the notices and everything online.
0: So you're already taking your tenants online. You're actually making it easier for the tenants to pay. You're making it easier for the tenants to communicate with you by putting everything instead of the seller's old school tactics and, you know, how nice of him to tell you, tell you that he would, he would teach you all that he knows, but you already knew that you had to take it to the next level. So right. let's translate your single family knowledge, your gas station knowledge, your, your laundry knowledge, all this knowledge that you obtained from the years. I mean, even before that, but just, just you get, you basically, you lose your job after 9-11 mm-hmm. and we could dig into that too. You lose your job after 9-11. And you jump into gas and laundry, and then you jump into the single family rental realm. And then now you're in large multifamily. Take me through that process. Take me through everything that you've learned on that journey and how it now translates into your success. Your success. I mean, I I I read out some big unit numbers to my audience just a moment ago. That is success. So how does that translate?
1: Okay, so after I got into the single uh, single family uh, property management, I immediately realized that this is not the way to scale. So because people, when we bought forty of a one person in in that town, so basically we were we owned a property on every street of that town. So uh, people started connecting me. And, and approaching me to sell their properties. Some of them had like five. It was back in 2015. So still uh, the property were cheap. Somebody wanted to sell me five. Somebody sent, wanted to sell me two. And I didn't want to own the whole town because then I was booking, putting all the eggs in the same basket. Mm-hmm. I said, no, that's not the way to do. And l- last, not least, that converted me into a multifamily was I ended up being even more paying more tax. So I was already paying a lot of tax to the government. And uh, with my 40 single family, we made a lot of money in the last six months. We closed in June. So I ended up, I thought, oh, now we won't be paying much tax because we are in the real estate business. But I ended up paying more tax because we made 70,000 out of that uh, six months too so i ended up paying more tax i said there has to be a way why the real estate guys are not paying tax i didn't have much time to learn about that because i i, I was learning how to manage that in those six months but i i i invested in one of the deals as a passive investor so uh, to learn and I started, after investing in that deal as a passive investor, I started learning how to invest. And in the next year, we invested a lot. We invested in, I think, five more deals in the next year. So uh, with
0: every single deal, did you learn more? Did you gain more knowledge? Did you jump yes. in with a mentor? How did you go from, and this is for my for my listeners out there who want well, to go I from.
1: Well, I, I never had a mentor. Mm-hmm. all i did my research is over the internet and i'd read a lot of books listened to a lot of podcasts i mean for one year i never slept before midnight so i love it from so... 9 to 12 i was either reading a book or listening to podcasts or or, or doing some research over the internet how to do its indications, and i i Took some. Uh, I joined some boot camps and and took some online uh, uh, educational seminars as well. And I joined my uh, Rod Mastermind. Mm-hmm. And basically, I after doing two years of research, I became a coach.
0: See that the accumulation of all your knowledge, though all your. From when you started to now, and you dug in deep. You said that you study from nine to 12, you join masterminds, you join boot camps. And the thing is the thing that separates you, and the thing that makes you. A mentor now is your ability to take action that shows with your numbers. So I see behind you, for anyone that's watching this on video, watching the video cast, I see Grow Rich Capital. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What is Grow Rich
1: Capital? Well, I went to Radcliffe's boot camp in Chicago, I think three or four years ago. So he gave us books. He gave us books uh, in that boot camp, And I still have that book here in front of me here. The <laughs> book, the name was Think and Grow Rich. So when I was trying to form my company, I, I thought, okay, what should I name? And a lot of my companies are, because uh, uh, Indiana is a Hoosier state. So it's a Hoosier name. So a lot of my companies are named under Hoosier. I already have, I think, uh, I have 26 companies and about 15 of them are named Hoosier First. So I thought, I was thinking, and in the meantime, I was reading that book. So it, this book, this is a second version of it. So that was the first version. So I was reading that book and this, I, I liked this name. So I thought, why, why don't I name my company Grow Rich Capital?
0: And what a perfect way to let your investors know what you're going to help them do. KK, before I let you go, I have three more questions. The first one being, what is one actionable step that my listeners can take because your life has been amazing, you've t- taken action. You've come back from losing your job. You've you've jumped into different businesses to end up here in large multifamily. So, what is one actionable step that my listeners can take?
1: Well, I always uh, tell all the people that ask me that I get that question a lot: mm-hmm. invest in yourself before you invest in any real estate. I didn't do that, but I was lucky enough to survive. But your first deal could be your last deal if you know what you are doing. That so I, I tell people all the time. I get that question. Uh, so after I, I'm I'm halfway done. So please, please excuse me. I'm going to be on the other side. So I started investing passively, and I met at one of uh, our meetings uh, in San Diego, I met uh, my first partner. He he had a deal um, that he was raising capital for. So he was sitting next to me in the meeting. We were like 40, I was around 40 good operators, experienced operators. So he was sitting next to me and he said, what are you gonna specialize in? I said, I'm gonna specialize in raising capital. He said, I'm raising capital right now and I'm short of some money and we are closing on Friday. I've got three days to close. So would you be interested in raising capital for me? I said, yes. So I raised in three days, I raised $550,000 for him and closed on our first deal. And I did my second deal with Rod Cleve, and then so on. I've done six deals so far with different operators I have a written criteria. It the deal has to qualify for my criteria. I then, uh, if that deal qualifies for my criteria, I get on their deals.
0: I know. I said I only had three more questions, but I have another one. So, can you walk us through a little bit about what that criteria is?
1: Okay. The, my first criteria is about the operators,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because uh, you have to have certain standards to qualify for partnering with someone so they must have done at least one deal any of the partners that has gone a full cycle they should they should be experienced they should be open and transparent so my first uh, my first criteria is that the operator should be of my standard that i have written down and then the market and then the sell market, and then the deal. And I always do B or B plus deals. I don't do C plus or heavy lifting uh, deals. The, the, my investors like to be, my investors are doctors, engineers, software engineers, uh, high net worth. They like to be associated with nicer properties. Even they make less money as compared to C or D properties but i want them i want to preserve their capital and be less risky investments
0: i love it thank you for that value so how can people get a hold of you if they want to get to know more about what you do
1: okay i have a website the grow rich capital there is a contact form in there they can fill up that form or they can go schedule a 30 minutes call with me uh, or they can go to my Facebook group. I have a Facebook group, 10X Multifamily Investment Group. They can get, I'm on social media. I'm on uh, social, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They can get hold of me very easy. And my full name is Christian Singh. So KK is my American name. They can type KK or Christian Singh. They'll find me. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much, KK, for coming on. You've been a wealth of information. To my listeners, please touch in. Please follow KK on all social media forums. Follow him into Facebook. And please, please, please check out his website. He just invited you to a half an hour call to see if yours and his goals align. So take him up on that invitation. Again, KK, thank you so very much.
1: Thank you very much for having me on your show today
0: so grateful and to all my listeners i'm grateful to you as well if you liked what you heard please rate review subscribe it would mean the world to me so grateful so much love so much peace so much aloha have a great day
1: thank you very much